So no one told you your hair was gonna look that way The Rachel haircut started a fashion trend, oh yay We'll talk about it on this episode The haircut has highlights of sunk is gold Rachel haircut on this was a thing Rachel haircut on this was a thing Rachel haircut on this was a thing Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Rob. And you're listening to This Was a Thing, the podcast that dives deep into the cultural happenings of yesteryear. On today's episode, we are looking at the Rachel haircut. Okay. Now, this was a thing because in a style era as quixotic as the 90s, an era in which black and white Calvin Klein ads demanded that we embrace our uniqueness, this was one haircut that every woman wanted. A haircut that said, I too can be as independent and bold as the NYC waitress working for tips, but living in a stunning loft apartment. Yes, I too, with a not so simple styling of the hair, can be my own. Rachel Green. Now, if you don't know who Rachel Green is, then I would assume that on Thursdays at 8 p.m. you were watching Diagnosis Murder on CBS, much like me. <laughs> Stick Van Dyke, he's going to solve murders. I get it. Instead of the juggernaut known as Friends, the TV show that gave aspiring New Yorkers an unrealistic view of city life, but also gave the world such iconic moments as Pivot. We were on a break. Uh. And Smelly Cat. Did you watch Friends? I didn't really grow up. I didn't really watch it, but I do remember I watched the Smelly Cat episode when it aired because in third grade I sang uh, Smelly Cat with Kevin Wong. And that was, and then throughout like school, we would always see each other and say Smelly Cat. Kevin Wong, who changed their name to Lisa Kudrow. Oh. Holy shit. What a small world. Wow. If you have never seen Friends, Friends was the show that was an ensemble comedy about six friends who navigated life, love, and laughter in 90s New York City. And the word ensemble cannot be stressed enough. You see, up until Friends, there were really no ensemble shows that were as balanced as friends. Sure, you might say cheers, but that's really about Sam Malone. Or you might mention MASH, and we all know it's really Alan Alda's baby. And what's cool is the cast of friends in the cutthroat world of Hollywood agreed to operate as one unit. For the first few seasons, they appeared on all the magazine covers together as a group, mm-hmm. never individual, collectively bargained for their contracts. They entered the same acting categories in the Emmy nominations, all in the sake of unity. And it worked because Friends ran harmoniously for 10 seasons. And as it's clear by the reunion, and anytime you see them on talk shows, there's just such a love for one another. They seem like they, yeah, they're actually uh, friends. 
I'm going to be honest, folks. I watched probably more episodes of Friends doing research on this than I've ever watched in my entire life. I never really watched Friends when it was on. But you're saying for this, they were there for you, though. They were there for me. And when I was in high school, when Friends was on, uh, and a lot of college, I was... uh, (laughs) I was snarky and people were like, don't you watch Friends? And I was like, Friends is the show for people that don't have any of their own. As I went home and listened to my Showtune collection <laughs> yeah. by myself. I've watched it in recent years uh, sporadically, but like I said, doing research on this, I've watched it. And I'm going to sound like so late to this party. It's a really good show. <laughs> so I'm happy they've gotten my validation 30 years later. I'm sure that's what they were looking for. Have you figured out which friend you are from the research you're doing? I think I'm a Chandler with a little bit of Ross. I've been told that by a few people. About me? Yeah. No, that's the exact same way that they just they say they say that I'm like frantic like Ross though. I'm like, "Oh, that's a great fucking way." What the hell does that mean? I'm like, "What does that even mean?" I think you're like a Ross and a Joey. No. Uh, no. <sighs> I think you're the naked neighbor who's across the street. Oh, well, yeah, I'm Gunter. Good <laughs> for Gunter. So, as, as much as this ensemble will try to stick together, the public and the media will select whom they see as the star. Of the show. And the public had picked Jennifer Aniston. Oh. You're going to say Gunter? <laughs> no, I was going to say Matt LeBlanc. No, it's Jennifer Aniston. But what about Matt LeBlanc's hair? We all like Matt LeBlanc. His hair is nice. It's okay. Okay. It's not, there's no <laughs> Joey haircut. It's true. Right? Now, to be fair, Jennifer Aniston, who played Rachel, Rachel was a very interesting character right from the pilot as she is fleeing her wedding and entering into the world of these already established friends. They all knew each other, except Rachel is the newbie to all of this. Um, Rachel is just as much of an outsider as we are, and thus the audience is able to relate to her a little bit more. Plus, it's clear that Rachel will most likely be entering a relationship with Friends' very own Ross Geller, played by the great David Schwimmer. What? Yes. And now we have something to root for. Plus, the chemistry between Aniston and Schwimmer is honestly really adorable and cute. I think it's the cutest relationship on TV. If you don't believe me, fight me. Okay. I thought Buster and Lucille, too. No, no, no. I I said cute, not hot. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's different. That's a whole different category. So in the first episode of Friends, we meet Rachel as the bride on the run. And Jennifer Aniston's hair in this is like collarbone length. It's brown. And it's got some some volume to it. Just it's It's an average hairstyle. She's pretty. It's something you would see. On the street. Was this 93 it premiered? 94. 94. 94 premiered, right? And then 19 episodes later from that pilot, in 1995, an episode uh, came on the air called The One with the Evil Orthodontist. Okay. And in that, Rachel Green entered, and she looked different. Her hair, it was highlighted. It was layered. It was the Rachel. What, what, what? Now, in order for a trend to occur, it needs to break, like, the stasis of what is already happening. So what were women's hairstyles in the mid-90s? So come back with me to mid-90s female fashion. First of all, Full House fans, you might be inspired by the DJ Tanner look that Candace Cameron sported, which was a feathered bang look, which was left over from the 80s. I, I mean, that that was what I was going for. Heather Locklear from Melrose Place. Oh, she said, I'm going to highlight my hair and you will see my roots. She made roots fashionable. Hey, do you remember 90210? Then I'm sure you don't remember Jenny Garth, who <laughs> had a short shag 
for a haircut. There was model Linda Evangelista, and she's going to show you a new way to bob your hair. Winona Ryder and Holly Berry gave you that cute little short pixie cut. Julia Roberts was giving you, like, middle frizzy while Hillary Clinton was giving it to you straight. Remember, she had that straight hair? <laughs> Whitewater, baby. And if you were a blonde, and who wasn't, you wanted those roots to show, just like Heather Locklear. So women's hair in the 90s, I think, suffered more than John Wayne Bobbitt's penis. <laughs> because before the Rachel... The hair was crimped, sprayed, feathered, teased, permed, destroyed, which is why I am bald today. I used to to, <laughs> to, to tease my hair, and I didn't realize the damage that it was doing. You're like, ha hair, ha ha hair, wah, neener, neener, neener. And then it fell out and left me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when this look emerged, Rachel's look, it was a shag cut. It was layered, and it was highlighted to perfection perfection folks just hearing rob say it was highlighted to perfection it, it really is i know but it's just i know but it's just so funny coming from you it was sun-kissed and gorgeous <laughs> and she just looked beautiful also what makes it look great is it has like a square framing around her face so it like just frames her face perfectly and that framing is it can, it's going to look good on just about anybody with any sort of facial structure so it made sense that this was going to be the look because it was flattering and it was easy to accomplish or so we thought oh so the rachel cut was created by aniston's longtime stylist a guy named chris mcmillan and the color which is gorgeous was created by celebrity colorist michael canali so who are these men you ask well let me tell you their bios from their website bobby cannavale bobby cannavale <laughs> and and chris pratt i think <laughs> did their hair. This is Chris McMillan's bio from his website, and it says, whether or not you've ever heard the name Chris McMillan, chances are your life has been touched by his work. By the way, I watched interviews with Chris. I'm kind of in love with Chris. He's an older guy with muscles. He's got a big tattoo sleeve. Okay. He looks like he'd be fun at a party. Chris has been cutting hair for over three decades. He's the creator of The Rachel. He's also the mastermind behind the sexy beachy wave that is currently ubiquitous on every red carpet. When Kim Kardashian got engaged, it was Chris she wanted to do her hair for the big day. When a certain rock star wanted a whole new image to shake the foundation, she called Chris and Miley Cyrus's new look was born. He's a California native. He has a wonderful salon called the Chris McMillan Salon. It's over in Beverly Hills. And he has worked on such celebrities as Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Cindy Crawford, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Hillary Swank, Michelle Williams, Anne Hathaway, Olivia Wilde, Sarah Jessica Parker, Diane Lane, Jennifer Garner, Selma Hayek, Jennifer Lopez, Julia Roberts, and the list goes on and on and on. But at the end of the day, it's the clients at the salon and his three Jack Russell Terriers that have always been his true passion. So that's Chris. And now what about Matthew Canale, who created the coloring? Chris gets all the, they're like, oh, he created the Rachel. But the Rachel is, yes, shag and layer, but the coloring. You I'm love a, the coloring. I do love the coloring. And that's Matthew Canale. <laughs> Leave the guns, take the Canale. <laughs> One of Hollywood's most sought-after colorists, Michael Canale, caters to a long list of Tinseltown elite, including Jennifer Aniston, Heidi Klum, Shakira, Penelope Cruz, Carolyn Murphy, and more. He doesn't have to drop names. He's confident. Chris McMillan's like putting everyone's like, f like he's doxing everyone, putting their information out there. Well, Bobby <laughs> Cannavale is like, no, no. The one rule about Matthew Canale is you don't mention Matthew Canale. But if you mention it, then I'll say, yeah, I got yeah, it. Mean, look, yeah, I'll give him a discount. On Matthew's website, it says, best known for being Aniston's longtime colorist, parentheses, he, along with stylist Chris McMillan, created the quaff that later became known simply as the Rachel. What I find interesting is that Christopher didn't say, along with Matthew Canale, 
Chris says, I did all of it. And Matthew's like, hey, I did coloring too. Highly regarded for his corrective color method, he focuses on the natural beauty of hair, making sure to protect and prevent damage. Since the beginning of his career, Canali has been a true pioneer of his style, leaving clients with hair that is healthy as it is gorgeous. We're putting kale on the hair. So this is a little oral history of the Rachel from uh, Michael and Chris's perspective. So this is Michael. Quote, Jennifer Aniston was just starting. I don't know if he sounds like this. Jennifer Aniston was just starting in a career and was filming the pilot for this new show called Friends. Heard of it? At this time. <laughs> that's what he said. Heard of it? At this time, I was considered one of the top colorists in the country, especially in Beverly Hills. <laughs> but I was doing film production coloring, so uh, getting into hair was just a different, a little bit of a different uh, step for me. Still in the entertainment industry. I went from making Arnold shirt red and last action hero <laughs> to Jennifer. Now, this was her big debut, and Jimmy Burroughs, he's the director, brought her to us. She had medium brown hair at the time, a little past shoulder length. I gave her a sun-kissed blonde look with feather-tin highlights, and Chris McMillan shortened it all around. <laughs> I kind of have him saying that he's just giving that information. Like, Chris McMillan shortened it all around, but he's angry about yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, Chris McMillan shorted oh, it all around. Yeah, that's how I would have read it as well. And now Chris, in all honesty, says, well, the truth is, I didn't invent the haircut for Rachel Green. I was just able to convince my client and friend, Jen, to add some layers and try something different. My first memory of the haircut was when Ward, the rock god of hair, <laughs> gave the mid-length shag with face-framing layers to Barry Smither, who was a major model in the 90s. Then I gave a similar cut to Cameron Diaz, and then I gave it to Jen. So really, before the Rachel, it was the Cameron, and before the Cameron, it was Smithers. Smithers? Smithers. He went on. He said, uh, back then, Jennifer had a really long hair with a fringe, and I told her she should grow her fringe out, get some highlights, and just try something a bit different. So we cut the length and added in all these layers to blend the bottom to the bangs, that's when Pandora's box opened and everyone had to have the Rachel. Now, the Rachel emerged at just the right time for a number of reasons. First, Friends was seen by 25 million people each week, and the show's most interesting character was sporting the look, the character that every woman wanted to emulate. I am sorry, Daffy Phoebe and Uptight Monica. People wanted to be Rachel. Second, women in television at this time were not exactly hairstyle icons. The top 10 shows of 1994 were Seinfeld, ER, Home Improvement, Grace Under Fire, Monday Night Football, 60 Minutes, NYPD Blue, Murder, She Wrote, Friends, and Roseanne. So Elaine gave you the half up, half down with the exposed forehead. ER's hair was pulled back for surgery. Grace and Roseanne were blue collar, who were more worried about if their kids were still alive than what hairstyle <laughs> to choose. And Jessica Fletcher was sporting the George Washington. <laughs> and of course, 60 Minutes fans, Andy Rooney's hairstyle, as we know, only works for Andy Rooney and B. Arthur. Plus, when was the last time everyone was abuzz about a TV hairstyle? Well, it was over 20 years earlier with the Farrah Fawcett flip oh, yeah. on Charlie's Angels. So after 20 years, folks, it's time for a revolution. But most importantly, the angles of the haircut allowed flattery on most every face shape and size. And the highlights uh, gave a warm glow that had not been seen in the pure color or roots coloring from before. Because if you remember, a lot of the women back then it was like, I'm blonde, it's blonde. I'm brunette, I'm brunette. And if you were blonde, you could like show your roots, but there was no like mixing of colors. Mm -hmm. You'd have the black of the, you'd have the natural hair color root, and then the rest would all be the coloring that you wanted, yeah, whether yeah. it's blonde or brown and all that stuff. Now, for a man that's totally bald 
I don't know why I knew all of it. A lot totally? of this, a lot of the stuff that I wrote, I was like, I was writing from memory, and I was like, how do I know all this? I don't have air. You went to beauty school. I'd beauty school dropout, but I actually graduated. And now salons all across America were soon flooded with women of all ages carrying magazine pictures, newspaper photographs, and even VHS cassettes and VCRs into every Fantastic Sam's supercuts and salon in the country they all needed they all wanted they all had to have the rachel can you imagine going in and they're like so uh, what do you want it to look like uh you have an aux cable <laughs> can i plug this in for you oh you got the fronds <laughs> is that the fronds haircut melanie uh welcome back <laughs> thank you for not bringing a vhs this time but a picture from time magazine good news and bad news <laughs> Um, the good news is, is that we gave you the uh, haircut that you showed us on the picture. The bad news is, um, you gave us the wrong side of the of the page, and uh, you now have the hair of Raisa Gorbachev, um, Russia's first lady. The fact that you knew Gorbachev's wife fucking name. Oh my god. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my god. Melanie never had sex in America again, but in Moscow, most popular girl you'd ever want to meet. <laughs> Well, the time has come. Yes, this was a thing is going off the air. What? April Fools. Hooray! <laughs> you made my heart uh, leap faster than a slammer hitting a pog. No, no, no. Don't worry, folks. We ain't going nowhere. And in order to ensure that, friends, we need your help. Our podcast is entirely self-produced, and we need your help. Now, if you can, our little Easter eggs, head on over to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And search for This Was a Thing. And then you can set a monthly donation. Even a dollar a month helps us. Your contributions help us continue doing what we are doing, which our families are still trying to figure out. Have a great June. It's April, you little fool. Really, dude? And 1995 stylist Richard Delosier said, quote, it's a very safe style for women that can look very conservative or very trendy. You don't have to lose a lot of length to make a major change, which is always an issue for, for anyone, I think, when they get a haircut is the, the losing of the length or the losing of the hair entirely. Think about how it can be, like, worn down, pulled back, all depending on your mood and your products. The Rachel, must like you in college, Ray, was versatile. Shelby Herrick, who owns a salon in Kansas City. Can you come up with a name for the, the, the salon, please, Ray? Um... Haircuts by Herrick. That's what I thought. Hair by Herrick. Herrick cuts. Oh, that's good. She should have come to me. She said, quote, this trend is different than the others because it's a pretty soft haircut, less animated than others that I've seen. And the idea there being that the Rachel was really the modern girl next door we hadn't seen on TV in quite some time. So that's what really appealed. There were other haircuts that were fashionable, but the characters that were wearing them were all like of dubious morality what about the lady from facts of life charlotte ray news coming in that women across america are doing the mrs garrett haircut just cut to like all these women just like, like yeah <laughs> i'm a beautiful blonde college co-ed but i really am enjoying this frumpy given up look <laughs> since i changed my hairstyle i have gotten no phone calls from any guys <laughs> 
So because of everyone watching Friends and wanting to be like Rachel Green, a good hair day for Rachel on a Thursday night made great business for weekend stylists. Alabama hairstylist Lisa Presley said, that show made us a bunch of money. She said that she was giving about four Rachels per week to women ages 13 to 30, and she was touching up even more than that. In 1996 alone, 40% of her business came from female clients that wanted the Rachel. I just imagine, like, I remember, like, you know, going from eighth to ninth grade, how, like, you know, people grow up and it's like, oh, my God, wow, they've definitely aged, like, that summer. Like, someone, a 13-year-old coming to ninth grade with a Rachel haircut, like, whoa! She went uh, from pigtails to central perk. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Wow. During the early days of the trend of the Rachel, Chris McMillan even had people flying to his L.A. salon to get the authentic Rachel from the man himself. And he only charged $60 at the time. Oh, wow. Nice guy, right? Now it's probably 10 times that. Oh, I'm sure. And it wasn't just for Miss Aniston. Oh, no. Soon other celebrities started sporting it as well, like Tyra Banks, Christina Aguilera, Meg Ryan, Kelly Ripa, Scarlett Johansson, Ashley Simpson, and Carrie Washington. In fact, when Will and Grace premiered, also directed by Jimmy Burroughs, there were failed, many failed attempts to get Deborah Messing's hair to look like the Rachel. Oh, well. But she's all frizzy. Yeah, I'm glad that that didn't happen. No, that would look weird. But, but Jack. Oh, he would look great. Now, some women resisted the haircut, not for its complex styling, which we're going to get into in a second, but because they didn't want to see themselves walking down the street. They wanted to be unique, damn it. I don't want to be Rachel. I feel like they were bringing in, like, Candace Bergen pictures and be like, give me the Murphy. Give me the George Costanza's mom look. Georgie! <laughs> exactly. There is no better coupling uh, maybe actually i think i'm wrong it isn't ross and rachel it's frank and, and, estelle, costanza. and estelle costanza that's really what i want now the rachel back to the rachel back to the rachel but uh, nbc's getting a lot of airtime on this which is great <laughs> must see tv must see tv getting your time machine folks the rachel it is uh never perfect and it's never the same and that's the joy of it except that what looks so easy on friends requires hot rollers volumizers Oh. Leave-in conditioner. It's, it's got to be a nightmare to fucking get it together. And something that's very hard to find at your local CVS. Chris McMillan. Do you think Jennifer Anderson ever did it herself? Like, do you think she was home and she was like... It's so interesting you say that, my friend, because we're going to play a clip pretty soon okay. about her talking about that. Oh, sorry. And while she first loved the look, according to Chris McMillan, she could never actually style it herself. And she needed him on hand to help her. I'm um, sure. So apparently he did her and he he did the other girls on the show as I understand it. This is Jennifer Aniston recently on the Graham Norton show talking about the Rachel haircut. Mm-hmm. So things like the really like things like the hairdo, the Rachel hairdo. Yeah. How of the 10 years, how long was that really on for? Honestly, that was about a year. First season, second season it was gone. Really? So that baby had some legs. <laughs> you found it, it was hell for you to do that. It was. Well, my, Chris McMillan, who we all know and love. We can do it. <laughs> oh, I hope he sees this. Yeah. He's so cute. He will. He might see it. Oh, he's always back there. He's here. Um, yeah, he uh, was, was loaded when he gave me the haircut. <laughs> Stoned out of his mind, so... Uh, <laughs> which is true. He, uh, he didn't think about, like, oh, she's going to have to do this herself. I'm having a great time being creative with this blow dryer, and that leaves me with a round brush and a hair dryer. I don't, and I don't know how to make it look like that. I just, you know, so yeah. yeah that must have been hell. It was yeah. a little bit. It was just, not when you say hell, because there are worse things than, than that. 
I will say, and I really do mean this, I think all three of the women on that show are brilliant, brilliant actors. I love when Courtney Cox comes back from, I mean, I know these moments, I haven't watched them, but I, she comes back from, I think, the Bahamas and has, like, the uh, cornrows. <laughs> like, oh. she gets, it's just so fucking She's so good. Ridiculous. She's, and Lisa Kudrow. The comeback? Oh, I just watched the comeback for the first oh time a couple of months ago. God, that's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my she entire is life. She's incredible, brilliant. Uh, yeah, I mean th- that show. I heard about it and had been like, "Oh, I'll watch it." It is, it is so good. That's and like I was saying, I'm not disparaging the the gentleman on the show at all. I just think that like Lisa Kudrow to go from Phoebe to Valerie Cherish, Courtney Cox to go from Friends to Cougar Town, Jennifer Aniston has done amazing work jennifer aniston said let's say there have been moments i'd rather not relive like the whole rachel thing how do i say this i think it was the ugliest haircut i've ever seen what i really want to know is how did that thing have legs and then she clarified those statements because i was like why you got a shit on and i don't think it looks bad sun-kissed sun-kissed and she clarified and she said everywhere i went it was questions about the haircut And all anyone wanted to do was talk about the haircut. And she said, Chris was my friend. And all anyone was doing was being like, give me the Rachel. Like they weren't, they didn't want to see any new haircut. Just give me what she had. So I kind of understand like that frustration that comes along with it. And like Aniston said, the cut disappeared pretty quickly from her evolving character, who I think was always like the heart of the show based on everything that I had seen. And it seemed that every season Rachel had a different hairstyle. And I don't know if that was done to like play with her character's growth or if there was hope like, hey, maybe there'll be a new Rachel and this is what it's going to be. You know, I think it could be both for what it's worth. I just feel like that is a great it is a good character choice because you see people changing their hair all the time, too. So, I mean, I feel like and she grows so much on this show. She grew, you know, because she comes in. She doesn't know anybody. She's just run away from her wedding. And as the show goes on, she has relationships. She gets married. She has kids, you know, so you see a big growth in her. There were only two other haircuts on Friends that sort of had the same, not the uh, the, the juggernaut of the Rachel, but like people were interested. Uh, one was, and they were both her. In season six, she wore it very long, and that gave people permission to not cut it. Or they could invest in extensions. Ooh. Now you have an extension, right? Uh, well, yeah. It's it's more of like it, so I can have like a rat tail. Oh, I see. I see. I see. And also, when she had this long, long hair, there you could not find a split end <laughs> on this woman. And everything you, was perfectly. And you cut. know that there were people like looking at every like they were zooming in. So she said, "Long, long is fine." And then in season seven, she gave us a cute little Bob. Hi, I'm Bob. No, no, no. Oh, you know, like uh. Oh, got it. And then this I did not know when I was doing my research, and it's more about coloring. This is from Vogue. As season four premiered, so too did Rachel's sunshine reminiscent coloring. Rachel's hair from the show's fourth season in 1997 to its final 10th in 2004 tracked the early stages of the impeccably highlighted head of hair Aniston maintains today and served as our first introduction to one of our go-to coloring techniques today, the balayage. Oh, yeah, yeah, the ba- the, balia- the balayage. The balayage method of dyeing, a favorite for its gradual, gradual grow-out, long-wearing potential, and just lived-in feel. Now, you might ask yourself, what is balayage? Well, uh, yeah. it's when they hand-paint the highlights as opposed to doing it with foil. This way, it looks more natural, blended, and gives you a wonderful sun-kissed color. 
How do you spell it? B-A-L-A-Y-A-G-E. And now despite this being a softer effect, it also allows your colorist more control. And it's crucial for creating all those blended drink-inspired hues like cranberry, scotch, rum toddy. I want my hair to look like a white Russian. Not the drink. <laughs> like, like Gorbachev's wife. Raisa! Raisa! So, <laughs> when did the Rachel disappear? Rachel disappeared. Raisa never did. Yeah, Raisa's still here, folks. Let Raisa, come on out! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest. We were going to save this for our Patreon audience. Raisa, that's a beautiful color. What do you call that? Poverty. That's gorgeous, Raisa. <laughs> now, Raisa, who inspired your hairstyle? The people... Who are the two people? Karl Marx and Charlotte Ray. <laughs> That's great. We'll be right back with Raisa, who's also going to give us some cooking techniques for ration goulash. <laughs> so we're going to go on a break. We're on a break! This was a thing, this was a thing. And now, this is a sketch. Well, that's all behind you now. This haircut is what the future you is putting out into the world. I've pretty much had the same boring haircut for years. What this divorce taught me is that I need to do things for me. Except for your haircut. Leave that to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're crazy. Oh, I love coming here. Well, I just want everyone to feel comfortable here. Be you, right? All right. So... What are we going to do today? Well, I, I brought this magazine because there's a picture of the kind of the look that I want. Here, it's right there. Oh, you want me to make your hair look like Jennifer Aniston circa 1997? Yeah, I want the Rachel. I, I found this old magazine in the bathroom in my grandparents' basement because that's that's where I've been staying. After the divorce, sure. Oh, you poor thing. Well, at least you're finding time to do some reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just something about this sun-kissed, gorgeous haircut that really connects with me. You realize I'll need to add extensions, right? Do whatever you need to do. This is the new me. Well, I guess it's nice to see that a 25-year-old issue of People magazine can still inspire. (laughs) And I I have a feeling that Rachel is going to be easier to maintain than my marriage. (laughs) Oh, dear. Sweet, sweet, sweet boy. No, it's not. Well, I, I also brought a picture of Jack K. Harry from Sister Sister. Let's take a look at that. Thank you. This was a sketch. So if the 90s had a haircut, it would be the Rachel. That's like the 90s oh, haircut, absolutely. right? absolutely. People Magazine selected a photo of Jennifer Aniston with the haircut as a wig head amongst other wig heads as one of the best celebrity photos of all time, one of the 100 best celebrity photos of all time. There are so many articles that when I was doing my research that said, is the Rachel making a comeback? I found an article, I think, just for every single year since Friends went off the air. Oh, my God. So every year, apparently, it's making a comeback. So I'm like, when did it ever go away? It's like flare denim. And now the hairstyle really has not gone away entirely because Friends has never really gone away entirely. It's on constantly. It's still funny, charming. And Aniston's character, once again, I think is so endearing that everyone wants to emulate her in some way because we're watching someone take control of their own life. Who doesn't want to be Rachel Green? Now, since the show went off the uh, air in 2004, here are a list of folks who have rocked the Rachel since. Notice how many contemporary names are on this list. Rihanna, Lily Allen, Jessica Alba, Rachel McAdams, Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Lopez, Chrissy Teigen, Renee Zellweger, Haley Bieber, Cameron Diaz, Kelly Clarkson, Selena Gomez, and the Duchess 
of a Cambridge. And Michael Richards. And Michael Richards Kramer from Seinfeld. In the 2020s, the Rachel is now being looked at as the Rachel Remastered. So it's a little variation on the Rachel. So to put it shortly, the Rachel Remastered is a crossover between Parisian layers and the infamous TV haircut. So what you do is, is you take the Rachel haircut, the shag, you then roll it up in a croissant or baguette and then surrender. And that is the new Rachel haircut. So you're saying like if the if the if the first Rachel was a standard uh, definition DVD, then this new one would be the blue Rachel. That is correct. That is correct. Today, the uh, haircut is ultimately a longer shag, and who doesn't want a longer shag? Amen. Featuring curtain bags and medium-length layered hair. That's what they're called. I know, but it just seems... Oh, you know what I think I need? I need curtain bags. I became a fucking expert on this. I, I, I know you did. And unlike the Rachel, it's fairly easy to style this new Rachel. And you gotta give it the thing that's very popular now with women. What is it? Oh, geez. Oh, um. I'm going to give you a hint. Uh, boho was, chic. It was very popular with boys in the mid 90s, and now it's popular with women in the 2020s. Uh, it gave them uh, sexiness. You need help, my friend. It gave them a middle part. A middle part. A middle part is now what you add to the Rachel. Well, that's sexy. I think so. I am going to leave the last word on the Rachel, though, to the man who created it. Didn't color it. I know, created it, and that is Chris McMillan. And he says, do I have any regrets? Sure. I could have cashed in and done a great business deal early on, started a The Rachel product line or something, but I'm not a businessman. I'm a hairdresser. And I had much more fun doing what I did. My line of work is all about relationships, and many of those have endured because I stayed in my lane. I still see the Rachel on TV. It looks amazing on the ladies of MSNBC, Chris Jansing and Stephanie Rule. I still give a version of the cut to some of my clients, but what makes it modern and cool all these years later is that there is less volume at the crown. The styling and the vibe are different. In 2021, that's how you take the Karen out of the Rachel. I think there were a lot of women in the who were in their 20s during Friends and we're like, I look so good with this haircut. And if you look good in something, why change it? It's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What period do you think that you looked your sexiest? Oh, probably my Baroque period. Your Baroque period? Because I'm always so Baroque. <laughs> you just smiled so sadly at the end of that joke. Well, that's the truth. There's also a fantastic YouTube interview with Chris McMillan where he talks about his life story and everything that he's gone through. He's had a very fascinating life. You can check out his website. You can check out uh, Matthew Canali's website. Jennifer Aniston, I don't know what became of her. <laughs> Wish her the best. Wish her the best. See what happened. She changed the haircut. Where'd she go? Right? Adios. Adios. Adios, Jen. I wish I had hair because if I did, I would actually have gotten the Rachel haircut for today's episode. What are you laughing at? You want to play a game? Yes. This was a thing and now it's a quiz. This is a this was a quiz. With Mark Schroeder. Did either of you guys have... Uh, the Rachel? I did. I got the Rachel, and then I got the Lou Grant. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes a little I bit. got the Rachel, and then he I got the- He loves TV. And then I got the Steve Harvey. Yeah, but well, you're still rocking that Steve Thank Harvey. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I, this was obviously a big thing. We all knew about this. This was big in pop culture. And I was like, well, that's pretty impressive. You can get a haircut that's just a one single name. I was like, well, 
what other single name haircuts could be out there that we could name, right? So you guys are going to play hairdressers, okay? Okay. I'm going to come in and I'm going to ask for a titular haircut, the mm -hmm. and proper mm -hmm. name. And you're going to describe in all the confidence of the world as the hairdressers you are, exactly how to cut the hair like that, what that look is. Okay. Great. Okay. okay. So we'll go back and forth here. Uh, start very simple. Rob, I'm looking for the Phoebe. Can you give me the Phoebe? Oh, the Phoebe. Of course, of course. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Okay, so Thank the first you. thing we're going to do is, is we're going to dye your hair blonde. Ooh, I love it. And then what we're going to do is, is we're going to rub it with a smelly cat. Great, okay. Then we'll wind the cat up within your hair, mm -hmm. hand you a guitar, <gasps> And then you can go out on the street and get the eye of some very, very pretty ladies. I mean, that sounds really You're fantastic. a natural for the Phoebe. Have you never had it before? I've never had the Phoebe. <gasps> I didn't know if my face shape was right. Oh, no. Yeah? No, you and Lisa, it's legitimately the same jawline. Oh, thank you. Same I'll, jawline. I'll, You're going to look. I'm definitely coming back. Ravishing. But before I do, you know, I, I've heard about some other haircuts. Uh, Ray, w w what about the Kramer? If I wanted the Kramer? That straight hair is just not going to work. So we need to put you under for about, this is going to take about four hours. You're going to be under anesthesia? No, under, well, it probably will make it go a lot faster, but mm. you're going to have to go under a hair dryer. We're going to have to start with a nice perm. And actually, mm. we that looks a little short. We're going to have to add extensions. I know that sounds odd, but once it's permed in, they're all going to kind of, the follicles will all come together. Now, what happens is we go about a four on the sides. Now, a four is a clipper size. You put that on. Um, here, let me show you. Ooh, oh. Anyway, so once that happens, we're going to have you walk through the door, and we have to make sure the height gets the door tip the whole time. And that it, sounds once perfect. Once it hits the door. Now, the issue is you're about 5'3", so this is going to be a little bit of a set, but I think it'll all work out. Well, that sounds a little risky, the 5'3 part. What if I... um. Rob, what if I just wanted to go with the one that all my friends are talking about, the Velma? Oh, well, this is this is absolutely lovely. Well, first of all, I have to ask, before we give you the Velma, um, have you ever had a chestnut brown hair before? No, but I think it could be a good look. Okay, and just one more question. Have you ever uh, been a lesbian before? I've dabbled and I've had dreams. Oh, then this is fantastic. This is fantastic. This will work? So what we're going to do is, is we're going to put um, a bedpan over your head. Okay. We're going to cut around the bedpan, that's the silhouette of the Velma, all right? Mm. Then what we do is, is uh, Tom, can you come here? So this is Tom, he's training. He's gonna grab you by the ankles and he's gonna just dip you, dip you into a nice big thing of mud. Mm. That's gonna get in the hair, all right? And then once that's done, we put the bedpan back on it. We said, Tom! And then what we do is, is we put the bedpan back on it and we cut it again and style it that way. Then we just do a little bit of aqua, the Barbasol, Tom, and then we just do a little bit of aqua net on and you're gonna look fabulous. Oh, how long does that take? It takes, um, oh, well, it's gonna be, you said you only had an hour? Yeah, This oh. takes about three. Oh, okay, I, maybe we hold off on that. I've heard a, a lot of good thing about the Gollum. Can I try the Gollum? Oh, the Gollum, absolutely. We wanna start by taking out every hair follicle. Now, a shave won't work because we wanna make sure it doesn't grow back, and we wanna mm. have those, I'd say about 12 just hanging to the side. So this is actually gonna be painful and we're gonna need a bunch of towels to hold the blood that's gonna come out. But once we're done, after you put rubbing alcohol on it, you're going to have that bald look with the 12 strands of hair that you can actually do whatever you want. If you come out of water, it's gonna hang just so nicely and it will have oh. a nice shimmer to it. Cause I am gonna put this acidic compound to it because it needs to stay, it doesn't, can never feel like it's 
nice and fine, but it has a good shine to it. Mm. It's almost like you tip those 12 strands of hair into grease, if that makes sense. It does make sense. That happened to me one time when I was working uh, in college, and I, I wanted to avoid that. Um, let, let's try a couple more. I, I heard about the Lansbury. The Lansbury is supposed oh. to be pretty popular. Is that, yes, are people abs- getting that? Absolutely. I mean, there's no mystery here. Um, it is one of the nicest, nicest haircuts you could ever oh, get. So for the first thing that we do is um, we, we look at a picture of someone from 1940 and whatever makes them look beautiful, that's the hairstyle that we're going to give to you. Okay. Some might call it the Lansbury. We used to call it the George Washington. Oh. And so what we'll do is, is we'll set your hair. Uh, it'll be a nice, light, light brown. But now here's the, 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 the trick to the Angela, or sorry, to the Lansbury. What goes on the top of your head mm-hmm. uh, is then done to any hair that you would find below your hips. Oh, also, is that um, included? Is that same, it, same That's price also or? included. Okay. It's, uh, it's feathered. Um, it's, it's, it's got a little bit of a wave uh, to it. Um, when it gets wet, it does smell like tea or some places of Yorkshire. Oh, my husband loves um, tea. And so that's so I I hope that'll work for you. Mm, it, it might. Let me just what? Let me just explore my options. Sure. Is the Liza any good? What's the Liza? Oh all my about? God, the Liza is the most perfect haircut we do here. Okay, so we actually have to start off by putting a sequins uh, cover over you just so we can get a vibe. It's actually mm. all about the vibe. You have close enough. But we're going to have to dye your hair jet black. And I'm talking jet black. Three rounds of dye. But oh. once you do it, it will never sweat out. You can live your best life. You can do mm. about anything. You also need to be smoking a cigarette throughout the entire haircut because that's part of how the hair gets formed. Mm. It's a weird thing. It's hairspray and menthol cigarettes. I can't explain it. But once we're all done, that that cut is going to make you ready for the stage. And also, uh, do you have any velvet you can wear because that actually is going to make the haircut pop i'm most of my trunk is just stuffed with velvet oh good yeah yeah, yeah then we're i just t- went we, to joanne's we got you i that's the one that's the one i would like the liza please thank you so you I, are I, so I knowledgeable also, both of you i'm so sorry i forgot to add though if, if, if you do come back and you get the lansbury the the favorite feature of that is, is every morning when you look in the mirror at your hair you go this is still alive <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the lies. Okay. Unless there's anything I'm not aware of that you, no, that people I are getting. Those I are the big ones. Tom, come on! I know it. Fantastic, Sam. She had two 20-minute breaks. This is super cuts. I know he's your cousin, but we have to let him go, right? He gave a haircut yesterday and never used scissors. Just teeth. It was a straightening. Very bizarre, right? Tom, you don't have an imaginary life. <laughs> When you're on stage? No, I'm in the moment. Wow, talk about creative differences. Well, creative and different. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, so this was the Rachel Haircut Show. Don't forget, folks, go out, get the Rachel, live your best Karen life, and don't forget, what color should the highlights be, Ray? Sun-kissed golden. Sun-kissed golden highlights. Until then. Bye. Thanks for listening to This Was a Thing, and a big thanks to the folks that keep this show running. Our editor, Daniel Cutcut Schwartzberg, our composer, Billy Better Than DC Reese, our social media director, Gabe Hashtag Crawford, our graphic designer, Natalie's Nothing Too Graphic DeSavia, and finally, our games coordinator, Mark the Shark Schroeder. 
If you liked what we did today, make sure to head on over to iTunes to rate and review us. The more stars you leave us, the more love we feel. Hey, speaking of love, show us some social media love. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at This Was a Thing Pod and Facebook we are This Was a Thing Podcast. Reach out, we'd love to hear from you. And if you really liked what we did today, head on over to Patreon.com and become one of our sponsors, and you'll get access to special episodes, interviews, and merch. That's Patreon. Search This Was a Thing and support us so we can keep doing this show. 